0: It's the Tim Coramall Show with Joe Santorsa,
1: bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's
0: your host, Tim Cormal. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 728 of the Tim Coramall Show for Sunday, January 21st, 2024. God, it's already we're way past half of, way through January. God, that's crazy. <laughs> Zipping
2: <laughs> hey. right along, Tim. And Zipping I, right
0: along. That's right. And I'm joined on the show once again by my co-host, co-producer, and resident Photoshop expert, the one and only Joe at Marners 3. How are you, Joe?
1: I'm doing fine, Tim. Glad to be here.
0: Glad to have you back. Also joining us from the left coast, Justice Putnam. How you doing, Justice? I'm doing fabulous, and
3: it's wonderful
0: to be back. Glad to have you back. And from my old stomach grounds, John Brito, Blue Dot in Texas. How are you, John?
2: i'm doing just fine tim always happy to be on the show how's things da- invite me in
0: how's things down corpus christi way eh, a
2: lot warmer than y'all are <laughs>
0: right <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man that
2: it got down to 22 degrees down here the other day and i don't live well in that stuff so yeah. we're back up in the 50s today so we'll
0: i'll have you we'll know survive it, it, I'd reckon. we've warmed up from 16 to 24
2: I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you.
0: But John Thursday it's going to be uh, 50, it's going to be 50 degrees on Thursday so. <laughs>
2: yeah, so so well, we're we're headed towards warmer weather but we also got a lot of rain coming with it so.
0: Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and also our good buddy Kathy Larkin she got COVID. Poor thing. Really? Oh, oh, yes she oh, did. Oh man.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's not good.
0: She said there <laughs> were three workmen who came in her in her apartment three before last week before last and then last friday she started getting the sniffle she thought it was allergies and then tuesday oh, she woke up and felt like she'd been hit by a truck she did a covid test and it was positive so oh. shout out to yeah. kathy but she's going to be with us next week so
2: outstanding so outstanding. i'm sure she'll get over it she'll be, on the, over she'll she'll kick she'll be on
0: the men by then but that's why we're all vaccinated right
2: <laughs> that's it brother
0: yeah so what else is going on that's john what? down here yeah
2: the fight, baby, it goes on every day down here. We got to keep this fight going all the time. That's uh,
4: right.
2: I don't know. I was just watching the news this morning, and I'm just amazed. I was watching Tim Scott talk this morning, and I just, I just do. I just want to slap him. Oh. Just, I know it's not violence. Isn't the answer, but sometimes you just. Want to slap somebody?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was the who Yeah, to, want to slap the biscuits out of his mouth.
2: <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go. No, <laughs> we're doing fine down here. We're we're staying up with the good fight. Uh, our numbers are looking good on Blue Dot, and uh, we're pushing the message, baby, every day.
0: That's right. We
2: all need to be inf- informed and involved.
0: That's right. Tell people so, how they can join your Blue Dot meetings, John.
2: Uh, you can find us on 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 Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays live uh 6 p m central standard time on youtube on facebook uh we post the show uh on other platforms but uh you can catch my rants on uh well usually monday wednesday and, and friday uh to try to get them out and and keep the message going but yeah we're staying busy baby
0: yeah all right well thank you john you're also on uh you you use discord discord for the discussion if anyone wants yes, to come
2: on yes we by do come by Discord's a free app. You can download the app, and uh, you can go to a w. Uh, I mean, uh, a blue dot in Texas and you can follow the link there to Discord and get in and join the conversation.
0: All right, thank you, John. Always glad to have you back, Justice. What's happening up Oregon Way? Well,
3: we had a little bit of weather that you guys might have heard about and continue to have, uh, which actually impacted Netroots Radio last week. Uh, oh. Spectrum was down along the whole West Coast from yeah. the Canadian border all the way to the Mexican border. And uh, that was somewhat of a, a drag. So uh-huh. that was on Tuesday. I didn't hear about and, that. And uh, then, yeah, yeah, the weather, we had freezing winds, and, and it was tough. And uh, so, of course, that knocked Netroots Radio off the air, and uh, our talent was then <laughs> they just had to put out their pod so I could uh, uh, run it later. So the live parts were impacted dramatically, including my show. And then on Tuesday, uh, we had gotten the Internet back later on that night on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, it went down uh, just before uh, 6 a.m. here. And it turns out, according to Spectrum, that uh, some important part of their system here in southern Oregon had been vandalized. Oh, no. And, of course, immediately – even though we've had numerous arrests and convictions of right-wing militia types vandalizing Bureau of Land Management buildings, uh, forestry buildings, uh, electricals, substations. Um, in this instance, it has to be Black Lives Matter and Antifa that vandalized
0: the right. spectrum thing. Just like, just so, like on January so 6th, that was some, uh-huh. I'm sorry? Just like on January 6th, uh-huh. Yeah,
3: exactly. So it's just, it's the usual, usual around here. People only see what they want to see, especially if it, uh, I don't know, (laughs) furthers their, their attempt to turn us into a fascist government. So we got that going for us here. And uh, of course, um, have you ever noticed that the haters are really snowflakes? They hate it when anybody like confronts them. (laughs) I just, actually, I sort of lay in wait so I can pounce. Maybe I'm the one that's wrong. Who knows? But uh-huh. uh, uh, they really hate Good being going, confronted. Justin. They hate being confronted, and that's why I'm here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there,
3: you go. Oh, there you go. All right. All that stated, you can find me on uh, social media everywhere as Justice Putnam and also on Netroots Radio five mornings a week. Unless, oh, I forgot to mention, you know, when anything happens with an ISP, you mm-hmm. know, like when they get knocked off the air, for whatever reason we call that an act of god oh, <laughs> they're not liable god. so it doesn't matter what you want it's an act of god but nonetheless while we're on the air out there in isp land uh five mornings a week on west coast cookbook and speakeasy on NetRoose radio and also i'm the poetry editor on black co's over at daily co's
0: all right thank you Justice. just always glad to have you back and joe what's happening up scranton way
1: Oh, it's cold up here. Yes, it is.
0: Very,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yesterday, let's see, our windshields went to about 20 below. Oh, wow. Yeah, at yeah, times. Yes, uh, we had very heavy winds and temperatures in the single digits. That's the air temperature. But hmm. the, uh, the the wind chill was like way below zero. Wow. So it was like uh, Iowa. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Except we don't have a stupid caucus, right? But anyway, <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, it's it's cold. We had a little bit of snow, an inch or two, and then we had another inch or two. You know, those inches are two. They they add up to like four. I wish they would tell us you're going to get four. They say, well, we're going to get a trace to two inches, trace to two inches, and then the next thing you know, we got six inches. Yeah. You know, and that's mm-hmm. where we stand. Yeah. We- but uh, it's cold. But it's supposed to warm up over the over the next week. We're supposed to be near 50 by Thursday. Yeah, cool. it's going
0: to be here in Pittsburgh too. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's so, weather. Yeah, we got about. Yeah. I think we got about three inches. Um, but it was like an inch one day, yeah. and then an inch the next day, uh-huh. and then another inch and a half or so, maybe two. So it might have yeah. been four. But my God, the way the news was acting here in Pittsburgh, you yeah. would think we were getting a blizzard. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Well, we have a, we have a, a a meteorologist here in Scranton. Uh, he, he's he thinks he's a he's a wannabe comedian, <laughs> you know, and he always puts on a skit <laughs> during his thing, and he has a thing called the uh, panic-o-meter. <laughs> and he makes fun of people that, you know, as soon as we're gonna like. You said we were getting like an inch one day, two inches another day, then nothing, and then another two inches a couple of days later. So it was adding up because it was really, really cold. Right. but it wasn't really like anything huge. But the way the news media was, it was like people were going for, the, you know, getting ready for their, uh, their French toast. You know, they get bread, milk, and eggs.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know how French toast gets you through a blizzard, but whatever.
0: Right.
1: And... Uh, Sure enough, I went to the, the store, not because of that, but because I needed stuff. And I did see that all the bread, milk, and eggs were gone.
0: What about the toilet paper? But, Was the toilet paper gone? Uh-huh. <laughs> Was all the toilet paper gone, too?
1: <laughs> no. I, people don't wipe their ass during a blizzard. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, they just maybe they just go, go outside and squat.
2: <laughs> you know. Who wants to go sit on that cold-ass seat?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we have indoor plumbing here now in Pennsylvania. Oh, do you? Well, in parts. In parts. and In the east and west part. In the middle, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what they have yet. Uh, I don't even know if they have schools there yet. But uh, anyway, uh, it, it was like, so the panicometer was uh, way off the charts. Schools were closing. Oh, God, an inch of snow. And we've had blizzards, as you know, Tim. I know. In Scranton. Where we had 36 to forty inches overnight
0: I think that was around 2014
1: yeah yeah and 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 I mean we've've we've, we've had things I couldn't open up the, my doors
0: right. you know you had to
1: actually go out the garage and and dig the door out right so I mean come on and you know what even in blizzards like that the next day everybody's back to work the roads are cleared you know we have plows and if necessary we have uh uh, machines with snowblowers on them, you know, right. the trucks, and uh, you know, we call our street deluge when that happens. Deluge. <laughs> yeah. But <The>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been on the street. <laughs> because, yes.
1: If you ever saw those things with the snowblower instead of the plow, what they All do right. is when they cut down the middle, they they make like a tunnel. So the, you know, the road's cleared, but there's walls on either side. Of it. It's deluge. Right. Like <laughs> But anyway, uh, it doesn't get that bad. But I mean, we've had like maybe the last week, maybe up four inches if I if I stretched it. So and it was the kind that you could take just you didn't need a snowblower, you just need a blower.
0: Right. You could
1: blow it away. It was that fluffy, dry stuff. So uh, anyway, that you can find me on Facebook and behind my snowblower, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that's about it.
0: There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Joe. Tim Cormall hailing from the great city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And like I say, we got about three to four inches of snow. It will be uh, I actually um, shoveled my my driveway on Thursday so I could go Or actually on Wednesday. So I could go shopping on Thursday and then it it snowed again on Friday. And I was like, I don't have any place to go. I'm retired. (laughs) So I'm just going to let Mother Nature take care of it for me next week. week. Uh (laughs) Right. It'll be good. Yes, I got my carport right before the snow. They finally, it took about three months from when I ordered it. They they installed it and it went. I poof. saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so yeah. So, finally done. The backyard's finally project was finally done. And uh, so, and
2: uh, ready we, for summer, huh?
0: Yeah, all ready for summer. That's right. That's right. There you go. And, uh, Anyway, timcorpo.com is the website for our show. We are available on Apple, Google, and Amazon podcasts. And we're on Networks Radio just at 6.30 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. As well as on Radio for Humans on Mondays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And with that, let's do the follow me. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me
5: on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace.
6: What the hell is MySpace?
5: Follow me on Musically. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on The Sidewalk. Follow me on The Road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Daily Motion. Follow, 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 follow me.
0: John, who's your social media friend this week? John Burdue. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. I. Muted. <laughs> I hit the button accidentally. Y'all know me in buttons. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Tim. My my <clears throat> social media friend of the week is the USA Singers. Thank you, Tim. And uh, Tim is the one that pointed this one out to me, and I just got a big kick out of it. Uh, it, it, it they posted uh, a picture of Melania uh, getting out of the limo there with Donnie standing there, and uh, the the caption reads, uh, "E. Jean Carroll is Melania telling E. Jean." Telling Donnie, Eugene Carroll is getting all my divorce money, you stupid fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right on the nail. I think she's going to clean his clock in court. I hope so, oh anyway. My God, yes. But I thought that was, uh, Tim, th- again, thank you. I thought it was a great caption.
0: Yeah, if you watch the uh, video, if you watch the video that that photo is from, it's Barron and Melania get into the black SUV and Trump walks up to the door to get in behind her and she shoots him a look that if looks could kill. And he, <laughs> he backs up and I know walks I see it in the picture. He backs up and walks away and goes and gets in the in the in the SUV behind him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you you notice that that dynamic, huh?
3: Do you notice that the guy on the right of the door is sort of like holding the door, then the other guy comes in to close it on the left, Uh and the guy on the right has a little smirk on his face.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're all getting a kick out of it,
0: right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, All right, the USA singers on the X or whatever it is, the Twitty, Uh, and let's go to uh, Justice.
3: My social media friend of the week, and this may have been somebody that I had as a follow from several years ago, possibly, Mark Pitcavage, And uh, I think he's only on uh, Twitter, though he may be on social platforms that I'm not on. But nonetheless, you can find him at egavictip. And uh, Tim will have all of this information in the show notes, of course. He is a senior research fellow at the ADL Center on Extremism, uh, a historian, longtime expert on right wing extremism, long lost scion of Sydney Green Street, and it's uh, his own views only, and he hails from Ohio, probably because his city was gone. Oh. But do follow Mark Pitcavage. He's, uh, I'm sure he has a sub stack, and you can uh, follow him on his blogs. But go to uh, Twitter at egavictip, and then uh, read his work. He's very uh, uh, thorough.
0: All right, E-G-A-V-A-C-T-I-P. All these links will be in the show notes. And let's go to Joe.
1: Okay, my uh, mainstream media friend of the week is Jennifer Rubin.
3: Yes. I and- like her. She's I, know. I think I like her better than you like Anna Cabrera.
1: <laughs> oh, but I really, yeah, but I have a crush on Anna Cabrera. That's sad. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, Jennifer's, you know, nice, but I mean, you know, I mean, uh, Anna, she's hot. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Jen was on with Ali Velshi. Now, you know, I don't watch the news or any of these shows. I was reading this on media. I and I gave the clip to, to to Tim, if you care to post it in the, the show notes.
0: Yeah, I will. I, I put the link in the show notes.
1: But, you know, they were talking about the media, my gripe. And I hate to beat a dead horse, but I don't think it's dead. I think it's a very live horse, and I don't like beating horses anyway. Uh, let's say beating an amoeba. But anyway, here's the thing.
0: Would you the like me to, to, would you like up, me to play it? Huh? Would you like me to play it? Uh,
1: well, I, I, you
7: know, and yeah, it'll help
0: you. I think uh, realize what's really at stake in this
6: election. I, I mean, Jen, uh, people don't even want to watch uh, uh, clips of Donald Trump on on our shows. The feedback we get when we do that, but I think McKay hits a very important point: the urgency of Trump, the potency of Trump, the danger of Trump. And I think McKay's right. People I talk to. Do treat him as a a quirky abstraction as opposed to possibly the guy who's going to help oversee uh, the, the demise of democracy in America.
8: Well, I think two things are going on. One, this speaks to how badly the mainstream media has covered him. They have normalized him. They have cleaned up the rhetoric so he sounds in a clip or he reads in print much more coherent than he actually is. It's only very recently that the uh, the uh, mainstream media has been reporting on his really shocking totalitarian claims. But of course, he's been this way all along. And I think because they have done such a bad job, because they have made an effort to treat the Republican Party like the Democratic Party, this notion that he's not so bad, that he's just kind of a cartoon character has set in. And that's on the mainstream media. That's on the failure to be honest and to side with truth, rather than having this false balance. And I think the second thing, and why it's perhaps important to go to one of these rallies, is to understand why he does have supporters. These people are part of a fascist cult. And let's be honest, there are a lot of them, but a lot of them doesn't mean that they're behaving logically or rationally. To the contrary, we've seen in other fascist regimes that millions of people, sometimes even a majority of the country, becomes intoxicated with an authoritarian figure. And these people are utterly irrational. If you speak to some of them, they will give, they will spit back these bizarro conspiracy theories. They actually believe in all of the mumbo-jumbo that he tells them. Um, So I think it would be a wake-up call about what these people are about. And no, we're not gonna convince people who are part of the cult to switch. As you say, they're impervious to any kind of data, any kind of information. But what you have to do if you care about democracy is mobilize the people who already know what he's a danger and reaffirm and re-educate the people who are perhaps kind of flirting in the middle of their soft Republicans they're never Republicans about the danger of going back to Trump. And I think that's the job between now and November. And that's the challenge for the Biden administration.
6: I, I think you're right. If
8: you have it.
1: I need to say no more. Yeah. I, I have, nutshell. Uh, she, That's why I, I chose her. I mean, come on, you know, media and, you know, Tim, I've been harping on this for years. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time that the mainstream media stop treating the Republican Party like what the Republican Party that was, right, and not the fascist movement it is.
0: Uh, exactly. Exactly. I'm
1: waiting. For, I'm waiting for Jake Tapper, people like him, to go on the air and have that uh, that moment, like they did during the Army McCarthy hearings, hmm, yeah. you know, and say. You know, have you no shame?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Repo- well, have you no shame?
0: This is this like, is like and it has
1: to come from people like Jake T- Tapper. I'm sorry, Tim, but it has to come from people like Jake Tapper. It has to come from p- people on MSNBC, NBC. It has to come on the on the main, you know, the, the, the news that people listen to half hour a day in their busy lives that are just hearing about the great man Trump and how he's inevitable. Stop it say there's a fascist movement in this country the mainstream media has to say this and it is the Republican Party
0: mm-hmm. Amen.
2: That's okay amen. that's it if you turn on the news it's 24 7 Trump show
0: right. and I don't it's give a shit.
2: What, what channel you turn to? all over again like there's
1: yes. a. it's like there's a debate here there's no debate yeah, yeah. no there is a fascist movement in this country and there is one movement the Democratic Party that stands against it as impure and you know
2: imperfect as, as as imperfect, we are
1: as imperfect as Democrats are all our faults all our warts and all we are still standing in front of a fascist movement and when Jake Tapper comes out on set and says that when CNN, NBC ABC all come out and say this is no longer an election. This is a this is a battle between fascists and people who are anti-fascist or antifa if you like.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Just say it. Yeah. Yeah, they well, have to endorse Trump or or Biden. They have to endorse him. For the first time in history, we have to have mainstream media pundits endorse Biden.
0: That's right. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, well, did you, I don't don't know act if
2: you, like you're sitting in the middle of the road with, with, when you're on fire, baby.
1: No, don't, yeah. don't play your yeah. little ju- journalists I'm a journalist game. Yeah. That's bullshit right now. Because you know what? You're not going to be a journalist if he gets elected. You're going to be a prisoner.
0: Right. Well, I think it was either Jonathan you know, Capehart or Eamon moyadine last night had on this guy who wrote this article, for the I think it was for the Washington Post, about everyone should visit a Trump rally to see what it is, why That's he's right. attracted. and And it was just You know, he was talking about the fact that the rallies – his rallies are no longer the rallies of 2016. He's like they just – people go and then like halfway through they start getting bored and they leave because he's just rambling and saying stuff that makes no sense. Because it's the
2: same bullshit that he's always saying. And
0: it's all about his grievance from the 2020 election and and he's like – this he's like I was a, this one and this lady turned to me about halfway through and she goes, "Oh, here he goes again, rambling." And then she kind of wandered yeah. off to the back of the crowd and left, you know. But I mean, it, it's just it's something to do because
3: in some places in America, there's not much to do, well, and, and this is a spectacle. It's the carnival,
0: right? And and then there, but uh, you
3: see the same you see the same carnival barker barking the same carnival bark. You get bored,
0: right? But the thing too also is they had a they played a clip of Desantis. And he was saying, he said that if the more you get vaccinated for COVID, the greater your chances of getting it. And I'm like, and at least they called out that that's not true, you know, on MSNBC. But I mean, I'm sure other networks just let him say that. And, And this is why Florida has the highest death rate of COVID.
1: You know. <laughs> yeah, but they don't want to. They don't. Wanna, and, and you know, to, to to what Justice just said about a carnival barker, you go to a carnival and the barker gets you to pay to go in and see the show, and then you see the show and that it's a, a, a big come on. Mm-hmm. Well, when you go to there the next day, you don't go back in the show. Right. Mm-hmm. We saw it already. Ah, right. You fooled Trumpers us.
3: Do. And you usually got do.
1: You got my yeah. money the first time. I'm not giving it to you the second time. Right. Yeah. And
3: usually the carnival barker is not the show. Right. Yeah. Or, All right, hey, so- Joe, I need to make a small correction and not to take anything away from Jennifer Rubin. I was getting my Rubens mixed up. Uh, I meant Lisa Rubin. Oh, so a little right. Lisa- bit, a little bit different in terms of Jennifer. crushability. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> uh, I
0: got you. I got
3: you there. But uh, Jennifer Rubin, I will say... You know, she was on my outs list when you know from back during the Judith Miller days. Oh, yeah, sure, uh, sure, right,
0: But yeah, right, she's right.
3: made great strides, like a a few other people have who have seen the error of their ways.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: right. Yes, yes. I mean, there are there are Republicans, uh, Maggie Haberman. yeah. You know, well, how about Nicole Wallace?
0: Yeah, Nicole Wallace, right? Yeah. I mean, I I couldn't
1: stand her back in two thousand eight. I'd want to slap her. Yeah. Right. And, but
2: you now I don't she, call them Republicans. I call those people conservatives.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: there you go. I call those people Americans. Um, America. They're Americans.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. And you I'll know. just say one quick thing, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tim, about uh, Haberman or Haberman is that um, oh. I can't read. I can't wait to read what she's going to have in a new book.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> what she's holding back now, we'll be able to find out soon. But right. the
1: thing that gives me justice is just what Ruben just said on, on that clip. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter what she puts in the book. He could put in that he he raped a fifty a five-year-old. Right. It, it doesn't matter to these people. Right. Because they'll just say that it was rigged, it was this, it was that, it's a fake tape, it's a fake this, it's a fake that. I don't believe a thing. You know, they don't believe anything because you know why? Because uh, you know, when, 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 when Hillary Clinton ran, she had it right. They're a basket of deplorables.
9: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was but they're not say, just a the
1: basket. They're a barrel full.
3: Yep. I don't need to go to a Trump rally to see what these Trump voters are like. All I have to do is go to the hardware store on a Saturday morning.
2: Absolutely. Yep. I think Absolutely. he could walk on to Fifth Avenue tomorrow on live TV and shoot somebody. And like he said, wouldn't lose a vote from them.
1: Yep. Justice, I went to a hardware store with my wife the other day. We're sta- we were paying for whatever we were buying, and, and uh, uh, she, my, my wife and I are wearing a mask, and uh, we got into a discussion of COVID, and the woman saw us wearing a mask, so she's checking us out. She says, oh, I, I had COVID. Oh, yeah? And, and, and she goes, really? yeah. He says, but but I took that that hydroxychloroquine. He said it worked a mm. miracle. And I thought, yeah, you look a little like a horse.
0: Do you think she actually meant um Paxlovid but called it hydroxychloroquine?
1: No, no, no. She meant the horse stuff. Oh the the horse. She, she said wanted. the horse stuff. She didn't say hydroxychloroquine. She didn't say hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> she don't think she said that. She could never string that together. <laughs> no. This woman that was checking us out said the horse stuff.
0: Oh God. <laughs> the horse.
1: Okay. All I right. sort of I sort of cleaned that up. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. And like right. I said, she looked a little like she could use worse stuff.
0: All right. So she's Jennifer Rubin Blogger on the Facebook. I'll put a link in the show notes and also a link to that clip we just played. Uh, but I went this week with uh, the Lincoln Project. They're LincolnProject.us on threads. And uh, I picked them because this ad, they need to play this ad every time they go to commercial on every station in this country. <laughs> And they made this ad in response to the ad the Trump campaign campaign put out about God sending Donald Trump to be yeah. the, the ruler of the world, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so the Lincoln Project responded with this.
5: And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a man to test the will and goodness of a free people. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man who failed in everything but theft and broken promises to live in a golden palace and convince the poor he serves their needs. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a wicked man to lead the common folk with hatred and fear. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a corrupt man who is above the law and immune from justice. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man who will use violence to seize power. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man whose followers will call black white, call evil good, and call criminals hostages. So God made a dictator. God said, I need his political party to obey without question, and the press fear his wrath, so God made a dictator. God said, I need a cruel man who uses his power and position to punish and harm his opposition, so God made a dictator. God said, I need a man who breaks the faith of even his most godly followers and leads them to idolatry, place him above me, so God made a dictator. And then God said, I sent this man to test you, and until you cast him down, you have failed.
0: So God made a dictator. And there you have it, right?
6: Amen.
0: Amen. Yeah, because they should just play that over and over and over again. In fact, actually, I saw the Lincoln Project posted that they set up set up a giant screen on a truck outside of the Republican headquarters in New Hampshire, and we're playing it on a loop. <laughs> so yesterday, but uh, but yeah, this is it. I mean, and they had pictures of Saddam Hussein when he was talking about a dictator they had pictures of hitler pictures of various dictators from the past and then donald trump and that ad speaks to it all and it points out what a charlatan he is so anyway so U.S. on threads all these links will be in the show notes and uh, joe jamie raskin He was on on with uh, Simone Sanders-Towson on uh, MSNBC. Nearly $8 million
10: that Donald Trump received from foreign governments when he was president. Mm -hmm. House Oversight Democrats dropped that bombshell and brought the receipts in a report earlier this month. The foreign government spent the money at Trump's hotels and businesses while Donald Trump was in the White House. Now, Congressman Jamie Braskin is demanding that Donald Trump give it back. Trump, of course, insists he did nothing wrong. And Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin of Maryland joins us now. He is the ranking member of the House Oversight Committee. Congressman, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, You sent a letter to Donald Trump Friday demanding uh, that he return about $7.8 million. Have you gotten a response from the former president yet?
11: No response yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I should point out quickly that that's a fraction of Mm -hmm. what he got. (laughs) Uh, That represented two years, the first two years of his presidency. We didn't get the two years because Chairman Comer cut off discovery, at least according to Trump lawyers. Um, They told Mazarus they don't have to turn anything else over. So we got two years for only four of uh, Donald Trump's businesses out of more than 500 businesses. And that was just 20 countries out of. 195 countries on earth. So it gives you a sense of it, but people are coming up to me on the floor saying, just $8 million, we thought he was taking a lot more than that. Well, that just scratches the surface. To
10: be clear, some of the biggest spenders were um, Saudi Arabia, China, uh, they spent this money at his hotels, um, his golf cl- his golf clubs. Uh, the chairman, as we discussed this um, when this news first broke, mm-hmm. he, he reminded me of the emoluments. I'm like, yeah, we all became emoluments experts <laughs> during this time. This is a clear violation.
11: Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's the heart of the thing. The Constitution says that the president or any other federal official cannot accept a present, an emolument, which Mm -hmm. means a payment, an office or title of any kind, whatever, that's in the Constitution, uh, from a king, a prince, a foreign government without the consent of Congress. Donald Trump came to Congress zero times to ask to keep this money. If you go back and look at the history of it, from George Washington to Barack Obama, nobody ever did anything remotely like that. I mean, Abraham Lincoln got these two elephant tusks that he loved from the King of Siam during the Civil War. He went to Congress. He said, can we can we keep these? Congress said, no, turn them over to the Department of Interior, and he promptly turned them over. Um, so, you know, you recall Obama was given the Nobel Peace Prize and he was told, well, it doesn't violate the text of the emoluments uh, clause, because uh, the Nobel Committee is not the Swedish government, but the spirit of it, yeah. And he turned the money over $1.3 million. John F. Kennedy, uh, Ireland said, We'd like to make you a citizen. We love you so much. And again, they said, doesn't technically violate the text of the. Uh, emoluments Clause, but the spirit certainly and so he turned it down so Donald Trump did something nobody had ever done before he tried to convert the presidency into a money-making enterprise Mm -hmm. and he did and now his sons are out there saying well he didn't take his federal salary of $400,000 a year that's all you're allowed to take you're not supposed to be on the payroll for Saudi monarchs and Chinese communist bureaucrats you're supposed to be getting paid by the American people and they said well he returned the profits From the foreign governments. Well, that's not what the Constitution says. It doesn't say you can't keep the profits. It says you can't keep one dollar without going to Congress first. So, if you think Congress would allow you to keep seven point eight million dollars, come to Congress and uh, we'll decide. But at this point, he's long overdue. Pay the money back.
0: Boom! There you have it. Right? (laughs) He's never going to. Of course. You remember that sham when he rolled out those blank pieces of paper? at the mm. beginning of his presidency about how they were mm-hmm. separating out his business, you know, and all these pieces of paper, and there was nothing uh, on it. Uh, Saturday yeah. Live had a great sketch of that, so... <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just... You know, and, Owen, did you see that uh, Donald Trump Donald Trump Jr. hinted that he's going to run for president in 2028, and I was like, Oh, oh please. hell no.
2: Oh, please. No, I haven't seen that comedy sketch yet. Oh, <laughs>
0: hell No. <laughs>
2: Oh, hell no. Right. <laughs> but don't worry about it. If Donnie gets in this time, eh, we won't have to worry about those elections. He'll just install his ass. Right.
0: right
2: yeah,
12: that's oh, right.
0: That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: Yep. Yeah, everybody says he won't leave. Yeah, he'll leave. He'll put his son in charge.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, but right. yeah, yeah maybe Ivanka, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe everybody. Or maybe all president, of you know. All maybe, of maybe them. Maybe one
0: all by them. One yeah. by one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And and Joe, you or said uh, you were waiting for Jake Tapper to call it out. He uh, he came close here, but not quite.
13: Eight years ago, less than two weeks before the Iowa caucus of 2016, Donald Trump famously praised the loyalty of his supporters by saying this. I could stand in the middle of
7: Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters. Okay?
13: It is not difficult to imagine Trump getting votes from his ride or die congressional supporters, the ones who helped pave the path for what happened on January 6th by mounting challenges based on these election lies. But what about the others, not ride or die, the mainstream Republicans? How would they vote? Do you remember what former Congresswoman Liz Cheney told me about why only 10 House Republicans voted to impeach Trump in the House for his role in the insurrection?
14: There were members who told me that they were afraid for their own security, afraid, you know, in some instances, for their lives. And that tells you something about where we are as a country. Uh, if Members of Congress aren't able to to cast votes or feel that they can't because of their own security.
13: In a recent book, Senator Mitt Romney shared similar anecdotes, quote, one Republican congressman confided to Romney that he wanted to vote for Trump's second impeachment, but chose not to out of fear for his family's safety. Why put his wife and children at risk if it wouldn't change the outcome? A member of Republican Senate leadership was talked out of voting to convict Trump in the Senate, quote, you can't do that. Romney recalled someone saying, think of your personal safety, said another. Think of your children. The senator eventually decided they were right, unquote. Now, how do you think those fears might impact votes after this hypothetical assassination of a political rival? We're in a dangerous place right now as a country. A major swath of the United States has been lied to repeatedly by Republican leaders and mega media such as Fox, people who know better, but who have bet on power over principle.
11: Mm-hmm. So for all the people who have put their own personal ambition ahead of what's right, they will ultimately have to answer the same questions that I had to answer after my decision in 2016. Those questions don't ever leave. The facts are really stubborn, they stay.
13: Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie looked out at Capitol Hill on January 7th, 2021, and he hated what he saw, and he hated the role he felt he had played in it, and he feared that what might come
11: next would be worse. I remember what Benjamin Franklin said when he was walking down the street in Philadelphia after the Constitutional Convention, and a woman approached him on the street and said, Mr. Franklin, what kind of government did you give us? and he said to the woman a republic
2: if you can keep it
11: can we can we question
2: still remains doesn't it
0: exactly
2: and it's a scary it's a scary scary scenario because in my opinion we are looking at at a disaster no matter which way this goes whether he's on the ballot whether he's off the ballot whether he wins or whether he doesn't it's all going to the same place
0: right mhm right Exactly. Exactly. And if
2: he's in there we will move from democracy to something else.
1: Yeah. And and if he's not in there we're going to have a riot. Yes.
2: That's right. Yes. If he if he's on the ballot and loses what do you think he's going to do? He's
12: exactly. going to come right. out
2: with the same bullshit. It's cheated. It, it it's rigged. It's all this and that and the other he's going to try to inspire his mob in, in, to do something.
1: And he's been doing that since the Emmy awards.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Way back when he had a exactly. TV show, he didn't get an Emmy because they're rigged. Right, they're rigged. They're against me. Everything is rigged. If he doesn't win, it's rigged. Right. This is an amazing man. He never loses. The only way he loses is that they're rigging it. And he did this with the
0: Emmys. And and his 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 cult believe it. They believe know, anything he says. Just, yeah, but any it's, rational
1: person cause this has been his M all, so all his life. Right. So everything's rigged against him
0: exactly well and then mm-hmm. i get this so so on fox news neil cavuto was interviewing ben carson and this happens so let me
11: ask you though oh, Secretary, I, I mean a lot that. of people can't get over the personal behavior stop the name calling the insults and all of that and i talked to a good many of them and said look uh if, if he's our nominee we're just not there we're not supporting him we might not vote at all or might leave the presidential thing uh, you know blank uh, or vote even for joe biden how does he get over that hump
15: well, you know, you, you, you think about the Bible and uh, King David. Uh, most of those people probably, if they were alive back in those days, would have said, oh, what a horrible guy. You know, the episode with Bathsheba and some of the other right? things that he did. Uh, and yeah. yet, he was a man after God's own heart. God uses different people for different times. You need somebody with a Manhattan business type of uh, personality to deal with the administrative state. You know, there's some real wolves in that Manhattan business environment, and to succeed in that, uh, you don't just kind of be a flowery, nice person, necessarily. That doesn't mean he can't be. I've seen him. uh, When he's not being attacked, he's a wonderful person. Everybody, I think, would love him. Um, But just to be clear, uh, you're comparing him to King David? I, I, the, the is very low oh, okay.
11: I'm sorry. You are just to put off. For the record, you're comparing him to King David, and and that worked out well for King David. And that this is another King David,
15: right? I don't know about him, King, but uh, certainly he has some policies that are very worthwhile. And the other okay. thing, though, that uh, must be mentioned, if the left is allowed to use the DLJ to de- to. To hurt him and to eliminate him from the process, then that's when we lose democracy.
2: (laughs) Oh, Lord. Wow. (laughs) People let that man cut on him.
1: I know. Your head. Your head. It's
2: great. It's scary.
0: Oh. Wow. Oh, God. I'm so sick of this comparing Trump to Jesus and King David and whatever. It's like the man is is on trial. The man is on trial for fraud.
2: What's
1: he the stares worst to Five lose? words you could ever hear. <laughs>
2: Didn't they put Jesus on trial.
1: Come Doctor on, Dr. Carson will see you now.
0: <laughs> right? Oh, brain surgeon? Yeah. No way!
2: Right? I don't think so, baby.
0: Uh, but Joe, I got three clips here to set you up for the clown car segment uh, okay. because right. uh, there was. Let's see, who was this? It was somebody was interviewing people in Iowa? Before the, before the Iowa caucus. And literally listen to what these people had to say.
7: Would you rather have four years of Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of President Biden re-elected? You, you know, you don't have to like the words that come out of the man's mouth, but sometimes in life we all need a good paddling from the principle to, to set our life on the right track and this country does need a little bit of that. It, we need a little paddling. I mean, I was a problem child growing up, and it took a good leadership to set me straight. So I, I think our country does need some of that. So I, I hands down believe people wanted it four years ago, three years ago. So, But they didn't vote that way, right? I don't know about that. You, you think it was a stolen election? Without a doubt. The other day Donald Trump said on his first day he's going to be a dictator for a day. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Would you rather have Donald Trump as a dictator for four years or re-elect Joe Biden for four years? I would rather have
13: Donald Trump. I'd like to see the repeal, of the Roosevelt law, so that he can be a president for a lot more than four years. But we, this country needs
4: a dictator. I hate no. to say that, but it's the truth.
7: Donald Trump said in a speech that on day one, for a day, he would be a dictator. What do you think of that?
15: <laughs> I <have> no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. If-
7: would you rather have four years of Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of Joe Biden as a president? Trump as a dictator? Maybe. <laughs> Would you rather have four years of uh, Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of Joe Biden as a president? Donald Trump all the way. Even as a dictator? Yes, as yes. Even coming out of Slovakia?
8: Yes, yes.
7: Would you rather have four years of Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of Joe Biden as a president? You know, we have a dictator currently, so.
0: Yes, we do. That's what we're up against, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Stupidity at its highest level. That, mm-hmm. That's yep. what we're dealing with. And these are the people you're not going to convince for shit. Mm-hmm. They are the maggots of the world. are going to vote for him no matter what.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So, so it, it's
2: time for you, you to stand up for this country, baby. Yep.
0: So All and of then, us
2: need to stand up.
0: And then he was interviewing this woman who had on a T-shirt that said, Hang Biden for treason. Tell me
7: about the shirt you're wearing.
16: Uh, pretty much speaks for itself.
7: Is that something you would really like to see happen? Absolutely. Even with that crucifix dangling over it, what would Jesus think of that?
16: Absolutely. <laughs> right. he's, been a, he's not just a traitor now. He's been a traitor for decades. Everybody knows it.
7: But, but again, you have Jesus hanging over, hang for yeah. Biden. Would Jesus be
16: cool with it? What's the penalty for treason? Death.
6: <laughs>
16: tell, um, tell me this then. Put him in prison for the rest of his life.
7: Uh, so, what is it about Donald Trump, forgetting Joe Biden for a moment, that you like so much?
16: What did he do for this country? What did he do for the entire world? Nothing. World peace, lower gas prices, taxes, everything. Everything was phenomenal under Donald Trump. Oh, everything oh. was. Everything. Yeah, even the everything. diseases. Absolutely everything know, was. The... And now it's... <laughs>
7: <shit>. <laughs> what is bad right now, specifically to you?
16: Everything's bad. Look at all the wars going on everywhere gas prices but
7: do you blame do you state. blame president biden for the for the wars that are going on
16: absolutely and the oh, democrats sure. and obama i i'm, I'm obama obama. calling the shots right now it ain't biden biden's so it's obama calling the shots i believe so Is what did it? he say at the end of his second term or after his second term he said if he could have a third term and have a bug in someone's ear and run it from his basement that's that would be good enough for him and i believe that's what he's doing Oh, brother. <laughs> wow.
0: Yo.
2: That level of stupidity. They're just nothing.
0: Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. Jesus would be all for hanging. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's what she said. That's yeah. what she said. Turn God, baby. Yeah. Turn
2: the other
1: noose. That's what they said.
0: Right. And then, <laughs> the, uh, and then the night of the uh, caucus... Uh, this is Steve Kornacki on the MSNBC panel talking about the um, the entrance poll that they took for the Iowa caucus.
3: Steve, can I ask you a question about uh, the entrance polls? There's two questions that were asked in the entrance polls that I just wanted to see if we could pull up. Um, that first one there uh, on the left. Yep. Did Biden legitimately win in 2020?
6: Yeah. So yes, 30% here. <laughs> oh wow. No, 66%. And see if I can give you the actual <laughs> the breakdown here. Statewide entrance in Iowa. Yeah. This is among all Republican uh, caucus goers that you know we got into our entrance poll here. So among the yeses, the breakdown in vote is Nikki Haley. 53 percent. Ron DeSantis, 26 percent. And Donald Trump getting 10 percent, not surprisingly. And among the no's on this question here, who said said Joe Biden did not win it, it is 68 percent for Trump. It is 16 percent for Ron DeSantis. And just double checking my math here, it is 6 percent for Nikki Haley. So just a stark divide there. You know, in the smaller group here, a little bit less than one in three who say Biden legitimately won it, Trump's getting buried. But two out of Three said Biden didn't win it, and look at that—Trump's getting more than two out of three right there, more than fifty points ahead of DeSantis. Can we
17: just pause for a second? Yeah, I, two, I want to say something about that. Two, Two-thirds of Iowa Republican caucus goers believe that the president of the United States right now is a fake, illegitimate, is not actually the president and is running some sort of scam wherein Donald Trump really is the president and Donald, and Joe Biden is pretending to be. Two-thirds of Iowa Republican caucus scores.
18: Yeah, and I, I would just say that, to,
3: well, that adverb legitimately, there's some wiggle room around, but I will say this. So, to Lawrence's
18: point about Trump being a quasi-incumbent here,
3: which Mm -hmm. he is, right? I mean, he was the president of the United States before. The thing that makes it weird is that usually when you lose, (laughs) you get turfed out. So, George H.W. Bush isn't running around after he loses in 92. People don't want to hear from him. They don't want to hear from John McCain. They don't want to hear from Mitt
17: Romney.
6: They do want to hear from Donald Trump. You think yourself, well,
17: why? Well, that,
19: you know, that (laughs) that
17: answer goes a long way, right? The big lie is, I didn't lose. I'm not a loser. They stole it from me. I'm secretly still president. I'm secretly (laughs) still president. So, when you look at that, it's like, right. Why is why is this
3: different than what we've had in the past? Those people are on Earth, too, right? Oh,
6: we need two political well, parties in this country that are both living in reality, and you ain't one of them. Right? <laughs>
1: That's
6: it. That's it right there, man.
1: <laughs> but I would go further than that. There's two parties in this in this uh, country, and one of them ain't a party.
0: Yeah mm-hmm. So Joe We ready to see what's happening in the garage
2: oh, Yeah let's go
0: For the
2: 40, first yeah. Republican Send primary
20: contest A frigid start While the temperatures are not heating up in Iowa The race for second place is
5: Former UN ambassador Nikki Haley
4: You know I had black friends growing up Florida governor Ron DeSantis
7: Thank you everyone Governor DeSantis I want to present to you this
21: participation trophy entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy
5: <laughs>
21: Love it
20: Despite fewer visits to Iowa than any other Republican in the race Mr Trump 28
0: points ahead of the GOP pack Even if you vote and then pass away it's worth it Oh jeez <laughs> There you have it. Even if you vote and pass away, it's worth a joke.
1: Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. sad.
0: First it's of all, you know. just sad.
1: Uh, uh, just a little note here. on. Uh, here, here's my, my main topic, the, the mainstream fucking media. Right. Why did NBC breathlessly anticipate and cover this fiasco? <laughs> you know, it wasn't worth yeah. five minutes at the end of every segment. Oh, and by the way, the, the Iowa caucuses were today. That's all. They didn't have to have a panel. It looked like looked like somebody put a gun to to Rachel Maddow's head to make her do this all night.
0: Right?
2: Jesus. They, they poured ish. more into it before it, and, and and when it started, what they call it in thirty minutes? Yeah, Seeing it's that, over. Yeah.
1: Yep. Mean, it was over. Okay, we know. We know the Iowa caucuses. Six people in a cow. I get it. <laughs> right. Well, this is. A, I
0: mean, that entrance poll. Sixty-five percent said that Joe Biden wasn't legitimately elected, and sixty-four percent said if Trump is convicted of a crime, he's still eligible to be president.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like going to a brown, brown, a brown shirt, a uh, uh, meeting, and 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 asking, uh, uh, you know, Hitler's uh, approval rating. Uh, let's it's going to be pretty high, isn't it? Pretty high, 100%. Jesus H. Christ. Well, anyway, the Iowa caucus. Yeah, yeah. they were on last Monday. And in case you missed it, good for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give uh, you a medal. Yeah. However, both MSNBC and CNN deemed it so fucking important as to assemble all their nighttime anchors and breathless all-night coverage. I, I just don't
2: I don't, I don't get it. I, I Everybody was, was on the edge of their seat, Joe
1: Oh my god, yes, yes, they were on the edge of their seat Because they were waiting to get out of the studio
2: Get out of here
1: They commented as MAGA worshippers Assemble in high school gymnasiums <laughs> Demonstrating that they were willing to endure 40 degree below temperatures To hold a Klan meeting Right <laughs> And that's what it was That's exactly what it was So, was this coverage absolutely necessary, guys? Let's discuss this
2: first. Okay. Well, okay.
1: entertainment. Do you know where Iowa is? Anybody? Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. Uh, uh. huh. Somewhere in the middle of the country.
1: <laughs> somewhere. It's somewhere. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Near, near Arizona. It, uh, or is it yeah, just, just, just near Oregon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, listen, Well, in case you're wondering, it's somewhere between, uh, oh my God, where am I? And how the fuck do I get out of here? <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go. North of San Antonio, I think.
1: Well, you cool. heard those yeah.
0: people. We we played those clips of seriously. Really, it's on Earth like, too. Get out
1: of the fucking! Co- Why do you think in that Twilight Zone they were zapping everybody into a cornfield? Right. <laughs> so if you're looking for it on the map, right. it's just west of Indiana and just south of the Ninth Circle of Hell.
0: And on Earth too.
1: <laughs> right. And not even on the, the corn. Right. Follow the corn. Over three and a half million people live there, and believe it or not, of their own choosing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that either. Um, I, I, yeah. So how how do Iowa caucuses work? Let me explain. Let me explain this. You, okay, you may okay. you, you may may have missed all the coverage. I, I'm, I'm I, don't, know.
11: Well, I don't
1: know. A... how because they were covering this in vans outside my house. Would but aren't, anyway. weren't they
0: the people that uh, that uh, elected Steve King to Congress? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, yeah. touche on you, Tim. Right. <laughs> uh, so, for months, mu- for months before the caucus, my even my dog's upset about this. For months before the caucus,
2: yes, well, he should be.
1: Yes, volunteers for all the candidates search out the people in the state for the lowest IQs and the least T.
0: Right. <laughs> Seriously. Ah, yes. And interviewed them on those clips we just played.
1: <laughs> uh, absolutely. They usually search crack houses and morgues to get the worst. Right. Now, some traits the volunteers look for are two thumbs on one hand.
0: Okay. <laughs> ah.
1: Uh-huh. Dilated pupils. <laughs> okay. Or a banjo.
0: Okay. Banjo.
1: Banjo. Yeah, ban- That's a good... Always a good, one around. Always a giveaway. That's Once bad. the volunteers find their target voters, they make sure that they know where the caucus will take place. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's All important.
0: Else? Yeah, okay.
1: since it's usually in a high school, which most of yeah. these voters no, never they attended, don't know that is, never they attended. They don't know right. That. Uh, the volunteers offer free rides and crack.
4: And crack, right? Oh, crack! <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah,
1: Incentive. at the end of the right.
4: There you go.
1: Now, on the day of the caucus, twenty to thirty people in Iowa show up. Okay, okay to cast their ballot, and well, that's, but, they aren't actually ballots. But they're, here's what they do. They use ears of corn with the names of the preferred candidates written out with missing kernels.
2: <laughs>
1: ah. Yes. So upon entering the gymnasium, the voters are given name tags. Right. Not for security, but to remind them who they are. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. After the I'm ceremonial wrong. playing of the national anthem right. and the burning of the crosses, <laughs> there you go. the voting gets underway. Okay. See, and I, hey, you might have missed all this. A wicker basket. I did. Okay, a I'm wicker. They they, in. They, they they pass around a wicker basket.
2: Right.
1: Uh, that are and they keep the voters in a pen to ensure that they don't wander outside and walk into a frozen pond. <laughs> I've
2: heard that shit. Yeah, <laughs> so right there. Crowd yeah, to
1: keep them penned in. <laughs> yes, don't go anywhere, all thirty of you. They drop their votes, or I should say, ears of corn, into the basket.
0: Right.
1: And then the grand wizard of the caucus. Counts the corn and announces the winner. Okay. (laughs) That's how that works.
2: Yes, this is how that works. And that's it? It's over with?
1: Well, this year, 26 voters showed up to vote for Donald Trump, and he won 53% of the vote or 14 votes. Uh, (laughs) It was a
2: turnout. Howdy, I'm telling you.
1: 14 years. What a turnout. 14 years of corn, I'm sorry. According to all the news outlets, this was described as an overwhelming victory. And cements Trump's dominance. Oh, it cements Trump's dominance in the Iowa Republican Party. All 26 of them. (laughs) Of course, it took the rest of the night for the networks to analyze the significance of the Iowa caucuses and how 26 hayseeds with the IQ of a kumquat just mapped the direction of the future of the United States unbelievable right and they did it in time to get home to watch reruns of hee <laughs> oh,
2: can't miss that shit don't be no, right in the middle of hee-haw no no,
1: no. you're me not TV. gonna get those people me tv yeah. so in case you missed There's all my the sic- cousin there you go
0: <laughs> hey grandpa what's There's my cousin. <laughs>
1: and by the way i'm passing legislation so i can marry my first cousin
0: right did you there see you that
1: come. did you see that yeah. it, building weird. families that? In, I, in Arkansas or somewhere, passed, one guy wants to pass legislation to make first cousins off the uh, banned list of, of marriage. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> that's probably for Rudy. Oh, yeah, for Rudy.
17: But anyway,
0: Johnny,
1: right? in case you missed all this excitement, all is not lost. You know why? You know why? Because God. the next big election is wait, get this the New Hampshire <laughs> primary. New <Yeah, laughs> Hampshire. We're
2: oh, yeah. New
1: Hampshire. Huge state. Huge state. Up
2: the oh, yeah.
1: Up. The size of Brooklyn.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. They're and, covering it 24-7.
1: And in New Hampshire, they have up to yeah. 200 voters.
2: 200?
1: 200. Well, we're best,
2: getting high numbers now.
1: Yeah, and the best part? Okay. Yeah, this is a better sample size. They write the candidates' names on live lobsters and then let them race to see who finishes first.
12: What a novel not That's
0: it. Oh my God, that's great! Joe. We know that's who so that, nice. that is.
1: <laughs> I can't, I can't believe the 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 coverage for this fucking moronic whatever it was. Fiasco. And now they're carrying it on to 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 this coming Tuesday with with New Hampshire. I mean, mm-hmm. really, yep. New no fucking Hampshire. My yes, cousin lives I in New think. Hampshire.
0: Right. Him oh, yeah.
1: and his family live in New Hampshire. That's all that lives in New Hampshire.
0: Yeah. That's it. Well, there's nothing in the- New
1: Hampshire. There's a clam. And there's a there's probably a couple lobsters.
0: That's it. Yeah, That's I, I it.
2: saw the, the race.
0: I saw right. a, a clip yesterday. They were interviewing potential voters in New Hampshire, and this one guy was like, "They're like, are you going to vote in the in the primary on Tuesday?" He goes, "Nah." And she says, "Why not?" He's like, "Well, look, you know, I don't think it would turn out so great." <laughs> in other words, he he uh, he wasn't uh, all in for Trump. So, who knows?
2: I'm Ugh. looking. I'm looking forward to see the results. You know, uh, I don't know why.
0: Well, they said Does it doesn't matter. Like I said, polls. whether he's on the
2: ballot or not, he won.
0: Yeah, in the latest polls, he's up double double digits over Nikki Haley. Ronda DeSantis just gave up on New Hampshire and left. So, you know.
2: Well, Ron does need to leave. He just needs to shuffle his ass back down to Florida, and I don't know, lick his well, ass. Well,
0: I heard the people in Florida have been really happy because he hasn't been down there <laughs> causing trouble. <laughs> and, and, and well, the that's what Bay. I saw too. Is that
3: they're that they're actually uh, upset that uh, he's going to come back and take it out on them,
0: right? <laughs> well, yeah.
1: yeah, and then the mainstream media makes make it sound like he's he's a juggernaut that can't be stopped in November, right? So you know, you're even discouraging people from going out to vote. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But well, Tim, I have yeah. to bug out. I have to bug out. I know so, you got uh, to go
0: visit somebody in the hospital. Yeah, so I hope yes, they're I okay. Do. Hope they're all right.
1: Uh, so. They're doing better. They're in rehab, but uh, they're doing better. Good. Okay. So uh, I, I'll see you. And you can find me on Facebook, WordPress, com, And I'm going to say bye to uh, John, bye to Justice, Hi. and hope you have a great week.
0: And enjoy the warm Joe, weather. Joe, we love you. Take care of yourself, brother. Enjoy, Thank the, you, enjoy the warm weather this week. So, <laughs>
1: uh, I will. I'm going to take Get the cover off. Get that bikini the, out, Joe. I'm taking the cover off the pool. Okay. All, right. <laughs> All right.
0: Bye-bye. So, J.D. Uh, J. Pritzker, governor of... Uh,
17: Illinois was on uh, with that MSNBC panel, and they had a little bit of good news here. Joining us now from Des Moines is J.B. Pritzker. He's the governor of Illinois. He's an advisor to the Biden-Harris campaign, and he's in the catbird seat tonight for the Biden-Harris campaign, watching what's happening in Iowa. Governor, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight.
12: Great to be with you, Rachel.
17: So we had a quick call tonight, a quick projection from our network and indeed from other networks that Donald Trump was going to be the winner. looks like he is going to be the overwhelming winner tonight in the Iowa Republican caucuses. Uh, From your perch as an advisor to the Biden-Harris campaign and as a Democratic governor in Illinois, what's your reaction to that news?
12: Well, I think Joy had it right. Almost half of the base of the Republican Party showing up for this caucus tonight Voted against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, this is the most famous Republican. He's the guy who, you know, basically built the modern Republican Party, the MAGA Republican Party that Democrats are running against. And half the people in that party didn't vote for Donald Trump. So I think that is telling. It tells you the weakness of Donald Trump and also the opportunity for Democrats. Because in the end, look, uh, if the base doesn't turn out for Donald Trump in the general election enthusiastically and Democrats turn out its base, this is all about you know independence, and independents don't like Donald Trump. So I think we're in a pretty good uh, place tonight to, to, to see what's happening on the Republican side. Uh, if Donald Trump, in fact, is the uh, uh, winner tonight and able to win in New Hampshire and in South Carolina, probably the race is over, but the truth is that... All of these candidates are running as sort of mini me Trump Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all have exactly the position that you mentioned earlier six month, uh, six week ban on abortion. Uh, they want a national abortion ban. The Republican Party is standing against working families. And Donald Trump is representative of, I think, everything that is wrong with the uh, current environment in politics.
17: Joining us now from Des Moines, J.B. Pritzker.
0: There we go. I thought I'd fix the repeat problem, but I haven't. So
2: <laughs> I think he pretty well got it on, uh, hit the nail on the head too. Because yeah. if half of them didn't uh, didn't vote for him, half of what mm-hmm. you know of those that showed up, and who are the most motivated ones out there that's going to show up are Donnie boys. Yep. Uh, Donnie's people. That's right. And, and so,
0: out of you a know. state of three and a half million people, a little over a hundred thousand people showed up, and they not a very big representation. It was minus forty wind chill out, <laughs> and they showed up anyway because they're in it for Donald Trump. But half of them, there you go, weren't.
2: And those are the ones that would, would would completely think it would be appropriate if you died, as long as you got in there to cast that vote for
0: That's Donald. Right. That's, That's right. That's right. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. crazy. And and the 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 thing is, I mean, if it's if it's a head up, Biden Trump, I think Biden will beat him hands down. Because of that. But what worries me is these third-party candidates. Joe Manchin. Oh, Robert Robert RFK Jr. You know. Yeah. uh, Jill And we all know
2: neither one of them stand a freaking chance of shit.
0: Right. You know, that's what they they, – I I forget who was on this morning said, you know, the third-party candidates that ran in previous elections didn't win one electoral vote. Not a single electoral vote.
2: Nothing. 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 Marianne Williamson. Really? Mm Really? Really?
0: Come
2: yeah, on, man! Guess oh, yeah. we got a
3: big uh, donation uh, over there at. Uh, well I mean, I, was, I mean to say, guess who made a big donation to No Labels? Mm, who? Yep, who, 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 Harlan Crow. Harlan Crow, of course. Harlan, right? oh, really? There you go. Yep, so I'm just yep. saying that yeah. all of this stuff—it's uh, psyops, it's astroturf, and it's meant to well, see. This is the this is the presumption in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a very close race and they have to chip away at the margins. That's the only way they can win. I will say that in spite of the voter suppression uh, encouragement, you know, like all this, what I call, you know, electoral psyops to keep people from voting, it actually activates us. Because there are a lot of people, and I would say women, and I might even go further and say black women, who are pissed off about what happened to Roe v. Wade and they don't forget.
15: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Absolutely. So,
3: so I think that uh, we're going to see some uh, landslide uh, takeovers and flips like we've been seeing in a lot of the special elections leading up to this general. Well, that's and, why uh, uh, we may be surprised, but only if we go out to vote. I mean, this is the whole point. We can't allow them to chip away at the margins. We have to
0: mm-hmm.
3: we have to overwhelm
0: them, as, well, as wh- we
2: always do. If if we get out to vote, we win.
0: Well, that's why the Republicans are trying their best to keep the abortion initiative off the ballot for November Yeah, because Florida, Heck- they got mi- way over the number of signatures they needed, but they're trying to find some technical loophole to keep it off the ballot mm-hmm. to keep the people from overturning the Republicans the abortion six-week Good. abortion ban but
3: Notice anyway. how quickly they want to throw away representative democracy mm-hmm. when they yeah. don't get Exactly,
0: way. exactly Well, that's exactly yeah. what the Republicans they're, they're, they've been trying to find a way to prevent the uh, Ohio you know, constitutional amendment from going into effect, then and now, their whole goal is in the Republican, in the, the GOP legislature in Ohio, is to basically take away the ability of the courts' uh, powers to rule on anything abortion related. <laughs> so, talk about losers. You know, that, yeah,
2: but the handwriting's um, on the wall.
0: Liz Cheney was uh, speaking at uh, Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church and said this:
14: "My friends, as we meet this afternoon, a great lie is doing its work." poisoning the bloodstream of our democracy. A former president refuses to acknowledge that he lost, and he has convinced millions that our elections and our democracy no longer work. He threatens the foundations of our nation and everything Dr. King persevered to save. If given the chance, this former president's allies in Congress will once again ignore the rulings of our nation's courts, the outcome of our elections, and the words of our Constitution. As they as they claim for themselves the right to throw out the votes of millions of Americans and install Their former leader, as our president, we must not let them prevail.
0: She got a standing ovation now
15: for saying that. Good,
0: good.
2: Good. I got more respect for that lady than I ever had in my life. Do I agree with her policies? No, but I sure, damn sure, admire her ability to stand up and call it out.
0: Yes. Well, I had the honor of being blocked by her on Twitter when I had a Twitter account. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But uh, anyway, and then uh, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. Oh, God. I saw this segment the other night. He cracked me up uh, talking about the uh, uh, judge or the, the lawyer, Alina Haber. In, in,
18: oh, in the court. Abra Abra? Oh, yes. In New York, federal judge Louis Kaplan had ruled against the Trump lawyers in a series of objections with quick one-word rulings, overruled repeatedly. When every one of the Trump lawyers' pre-trial objections was overruled, attorney Alina Haba said, I don't know how to try this case, Your Honor, to which the judge said, I have heard you, I have considered what you have to say, and I have ruled. That's it. In my courtroom, when the ruling is made, that is the end, not the beginning of argument. And that leaves Alina Haba as the current frontrunner for worst Trump lawyer to appear in court so far. Here's how it went when Attorney Haba asked to not have a trial session on Thursday of this week so that Donald Trump could attend his third mother-in-law's funeral. Ms. Hubba, we are asking again, Your Honor, for a brief one-day adjournment so my client can be here just like he flew at the wee hours of the night to be here today. The court, you said you're asking again for a brief one-day adjournment. That is the first time you've done that notwithstanding statements made elsewhere. Ms. Hubba, that's not true, Your Honor, the court. To the contrary, you asked me for a week's adjournment. I denied it. Then the judge said, I am not stopping him from being there. Donald Trump is not required to be in the courtroom at any time. He could go to the funeral. And he proved that to everyone today by leaving during the afternoon session and flying to New Hampshire while the court was still conducting a session. He could do the same thing on Thursday if he cares about his third mother-in-law's funeral as much as he cares about winning votes in New Hampshire.
17: Boom shakalaka, uh,
3: boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, and boom booling
0: shakalaka goes right there. He's not playing. He is, right not, playing. Love it. He is <laughs> not playing with them. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Thank goodness, I mean, Alina me a Habba, hope. Haba was trying to a- ask Eu.gene Carroll questions, and he was like, "Oh objection sustained. Stop. <laughs> move it along. Move it along. <laughs> she was trying to trying to ask Eu.gene Carroll if she was more famous because Trump said he defamed, you know, because of his the whole thing and the, you know, and just just ridiculous. but. Uh, Anyway,
2: well, also you hear just about it, being the the, the 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 choice between being pretty and, and smart. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. yeah she can fake yeah. Yeah. smart. She, that was on some right-wing t- show she was on. She you can't
3: really she, she she's not faking the pretty. Yeah,
0: they asked her either. if she'd rather be pretty or smart hmm. and she said pretty because she can fake being smart. <laughs>
3: but also the the just I I don't get this either. I don't know well, apparently obviously she's never, you know, Been in a trial before, she's made a lot of uh, deals for people to uh, pay their parking fines at the parking garage she was hired at. I mean, that's the extent of her law experience. But the kind of same thing as this case, isn't it? I mean, well, the thing is, is that the sense of entitlement where she can tell the judge, "You can't talk to me like that." I, it's like, where where is this sense of entitlement coming from? I'll tell you what it's coming from. Abject, youthful ignorance and uh, arrogance from that ir- ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I got to say, it's rather bothersome because it seems to be the model that is being uh, mimicked elsewhere in our society. Because I've been seeing it lately also from people of a certain age, shall we say.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's just you know, I, I, the, the the whole his behavior at this trial, it's it's all for public performance. It's all for campaigning, you know. The 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 jury his
2: display in court when when he's shaking his head, and 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 begging for the judge really to throw his ass out, and the judge says no.
0: Yeah, well he knows. I loved it. He's going to immediately go out and fundraise on it.
2: That's why he's not going to do yeah, it. I was like, yeah, i tell that joke about the and the sadists. You know, the asked the sadists to beat me, beat me. And the sadists said no.
3: So, now I, you know why you Millennia judge. wouldn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. No, no. Go ahead. Mal- I was just going to Mal- say Mal- real quickly. Now you know why Melania wouldn't let him in the car.
0: Hmm, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, well I mean, Trump it's got to <laughs> be a little
3: bit <laughs> perturbing where this guy uses even his Dying and then dead mother-in-law is a uh, political gambit. Of
0: course, he did the you same know. thing with with uh, Ivana. Well,
2: he's not at his low yet. He's, well, the, he's, only he's, between, he's, yeah. the only difference so between the only difference between
3: Ivana and uh, Melania's mom is that. Um, Ivana has a lot of, you know, Donald Trump stuff buried with her, and uh, Ivana's mom just said, "No, I'm not going to do it. You're not right. going to put me in a golf course."
0: There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, uh, CNN had Kara Scannell in the in the courtroom, and this was her reporting. It's
19: Kara Scannell has more from outside the courthouse. Kara, what are you, what are you learning from inside? Okay, so Kate, e. Carroll's been on the stand for about an hour. There was a slight delay because of jury transportation issues. But she kind of started out out of the gate laying down what this case is about. And that is the potential harm that she received when Donald Trump denied her allegations of rape and then said that she wasn't his type and that she made it up to sell a book. So what she testified to right at the start was she said, I'm here because I was assaulted by Donald Trump. And when I wrote about it, he said it never happened. He lied and he shattered my reputation. So right as e. Jean Carroll said that Donald Trump, who is facing her sitting at least three tables back from her, he was shaking his head side to sides in a sign that it never happened. And this is, of course, the issue in this case. So she has been, mostly been giving background about her growing up, how she made it um, as an advice columnist. And they've just now gotten to the part of the story of what happened after she published her book with the rape allegation. And Donald Trump began making his statements. So beginning to show the statements that a previous j- jury has already found to be defamatory. The next phase will be getting into what happened after that. So we've led up to this point so far. I mean, there's been a lot of objections so far during the trial, but Donald Trump otherwise is sitting straight ahead. He's passed a few notes to his attorneys, leaned over to his lead attorney, Alina Haba, whispering to her a few times, but no other grand reaction. It was just that first statement with Carol saying what happened, Trump shaking his head side to side that it didn't. The jury has been paying attention. They've been watching carol watching her attorney ask the questions uh and this is now just really getting into what the heart of this case is that is what happened to Jean carol after trump made these statements that the jury had found to be defamatory and then his attorney will have a, an opportunity to cross-examine her after that
0: i think they should give him 148 give uh, her 148 million dollars like rudy <laughs> there
2: you go
0: <laughs> that on top of the 370 370 million that in the civil fraud trial you know bankrupt him
2: wouldn't would melania love that shit
0: yeah <laughs> dad you lost her inheritance <laughs> i
2: think she might want to want to renegotiate her contract
0: right yeah <laughs> Right. right right so anyway uh um uh, moving on uh um Kamala Harris was on ABC's The View.
22: Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you're going to go after the other side. Because some heavy hitting uh, Democrats are sounding the alarm behind closed doors. Uh, President Obama reportedly has said that he thinks the Biden campaign is too complacent when it comes to Trump. Uh, Representative Jim Clyburn has said the campaign isn't breaking through the MAGA wall. Michelle Obama says she's terrified, as we are, uh, about the potential outcome of the election. Now, are are you scared, first of all, what could happen if Trump ever became, God forbid, president again? And what are you going to do to stop the crazies?
20: I am scared as heck, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old saying that there are only two ways to run Mm. for office, either without an opponent or scared. So, on all of those points, yes, we should all be scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as we know, and certainly this is a, a table of very powerful women, we don't run away from something when we're scared. We fight back against it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Here you go, baby. Here we go.
20: Yeah. So many of us know when we are scared for the future of our children, do we then stay in bed with the covers over our head? Nope. No. We can't. We can't. We cannot. We cannot. No. And this is where this election requires, rightly, that President Biden and I and, and all of us who are part of this administration, we got to earn re-election. There is no question. we got to be on the road. Listen, since the, in the last two weeks, I've been... To Georgia, I've been to Nevada, I've been to North Carolina, I've been to South Carolina twice. In the first two weeks of this year, <laughs> I will be out on the road. We have to earn the reelect, mm-hmm. and we have to communicate what we have achieved. Yes, and, and that is going to be one of our big challenges. We've done a lot of good work. We need to ne- let people know who brung it to them. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and so Go, we got to do that. Amen.
2: Amen. Save this Amen. democracy, baby.
0: That's right. We need to come out and. Vote blue. Get somebody to vote. Uh, Find somebody yeah. who ha- who isn't hasn't voted or won't vote, wasn't planning to vote, and get them to vote. Get them registered. Get them to vote.
2: You know, Tim, we have a new thing on, on the Blue Dot Show, and, and it's uh, it, it was inspired by one of our Blue Dots, and it's we call it Do Two for Blue. Do two things this month, at least this month, now, it, it, this week. Do something to 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 further this democracy write your congressman call your senator sign a petition do something yeah be involved in this shit because this is the way we win
0: i saw we ads we, i saw ads on facebook for people for the women's march for people asking to pay for a porta pot for the for the yeah.
2: that's a way you can help there, there's something you could do help pay for a porta potty Right. for those willing to get up and stand out there in this shit mm-hmm. stand up for this shit there there there's a myriad of ways uh, that we could all be involved every day, and, and it doesn't have to consume your life. But baby, if we're not involved, uh, life is going to consume us under a dictator, mm. and I don't want that shit for my kids.
0: Yeah. Well, remember what happened in 2016, right? Trump was inaugurated I, on twenty on on January twentieth, and the streets of D.C. were deserted. He's lying about this crowd size. Wait a minute, you know,
2: I heard it was the biggest crowd ever.
0: Right. And then the very next day, you know, a, a million or half a million or whatever women descended upon Washington marching mm-hmm. against Donald Indeed. Trump. And you Indeed. and this is why he's talking about about invoking the insurrection act on day 1. This is why. This happened
2: to keep that from happening again.
0: Right. Right. Yes. So morning he wanted
3: to do it against the women's march, but um- He didn't have the infrastructure to be able to do it. At that time. Now he does.
0: Now he does. Well, and also, uh, so we were watching TV, and and they showed a picture of Trump with his hands raised, hand Mm -hmm. raised, like waving to the crowd. And I was like, what are those red dots on his fingers? He had a red dot on his thumb and two red dots on his fingers. And at first I thought, well, maybe when he was sitting in the courtroom, he was fiddling with an ink pen. and got ink on his fingers. And then James Carville came out and said, oh, it's second stage syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, but Morning Joe had their thoughts on. Oh, and uh, and uh, Keith Oberman was saying, well, he didn't have the marks the day before, so it can't be simple So maybe maybe he slipped and caught, was going to fall, and he caught himself, and that's where the marks came from. Uh, but the uh, Morning Joe crew thought this.
18: Do we have any answer on what what's on Donald Trump's? Like, Donald Trump has, has uh, his, his hands are yeah. bleeding. Looks like he has is a that sore. Is magic marker? No, is it no, magic blood. marker? Because it looks like he has a sore on his index finger there. I don't know. Like maybe yeah. it's magic marker. It's, I don't know. Um, it's, it looks
21: like a cut, I mean, that's blood, isn't it? I, I, I don't want to speculate. I don't know, but is, was there anything that happened inside the courtroom yesterday, Lisa? That would... there,
20: there was. You know, there was a point in time during the day where Trump very frustrated with Judge Kaplan, banged his hands down on the table. I doubt that the blisters or marks that we're seeing there come from that, but could they be exacerbated by that? Perhaps.
21: Hmm. Yeah, like a toddler having a tantrum, perhaps, and causing bleeding to his hand. yeah, and let's let's remind our viewers again, Donald Trump already has been found liable of sexual assault. We're in the penalty phase now. A jury decided that. So that's the matter that the court has settled. Now we're just talking about money here. So that's probably why you see some so many people, as Joe just rightly points out, saying, I'm not voting for a guy who's convicted of all this stuff. Yes, he won 56,000 votes, Joe, in a country of 330 million yeah. people. He won 56,000 votes in Iowa. Just barely cleared 50% of Republicans. 14% of Republicans uh, stepped out to vote the other night. So it is – yes, he won big, but a little perspective is important here.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what do you guys think? (laughs) Justice, when you saw those red dots, what did you think?
3: I thought that uh, he pounded his hands on the the desk.
0: Well, if – I've also I've also heard
3: the magic marker thing. I heard someone who was in the court said that he grabbed the pen out of uh, Alina's hands when, for in a peek, ah, which really? sounds like him too. So, well, that
2: could but, be. Uh, I mean, I think but, y'all
3: are missing but just the big because point. just because he doesn't show, you know, uh, evidence of being a cephaletic on his hands doesn't
2: mean that he's not. So, just saying. I think y'all are missing the big point here. Obviously, it was a massive injury caused by uh, probably some liberal. uh, Anyway, the important (laughs) thing is that miraculously, the next day, it was gone. That is proof that God is on Trump's side. He healed him overnight, Mm -hmm. just magically took that magic marker and just wiped it away. (laughs)
0: That's the big
2: point there. God healed him.
0: Might have been. Well, if it, if, uh, if it was yeah. marks from banging your hands on the table, that means you got some other problems if you bruise that easy.
3: No kidding. <laughs>
0: right. But uh, but uh, anyway, then on CNN, uh, John Berman, Sarah Sidner and Jeremy Salon, they they did a little dramatic reenactment of the courtroom.
23: With well, us now, is was former Manhattan prosecutor Jeremy Saland And, Counselor, uh, we did just get word, by the way, that Judge Kaplan has taken the bench. And I'm very curious to see What he might say at the outset of this trial today, because I just want to go over once again the exchange between this federal judge and Donald Trump. Jeremy, we're going to do a dramatic reading here. I'm going to play the part of Judge Kaplan. Sarah is going to play the part of Donald Trump. Okay, here we go. Judge Kaplan says, Mr. Trump, I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from the trial. I understand you're probably very eager for me to do that. I would love it. I know you would. You just can't control yourself in these circumstances, apparently. You can't either. All right, counselor, you can't either. Someone in a courtroom just said that to a federal judge. I just want your reaction to
4: that. I, you know, Donald Trump has become the personification of the decimation, if you will, of, of law and order. And it's really, really disgusting that this is allowed to happen. But the problem that the judge finds himself in, and any judges before, or we say that the way, any judge where Donald Trump is before him or her. Uh, is really in a real bind, because if you remove Donald Trump from court, you are going to give him what he wants, right? But if you allow him to speak and say the things that he does to cause that disarray, to cause that chaos, to cause, through a complete wrench in the process, you're also giving him what he wants. We mentioned the other day about a tight leash. There has to be a mechanism to do that, because if it were you or me, any of the, any of the three of us, despite your amazing acting skills, if it was any one of us, we'd be held in contempt, we'd be removed, we'd be, find ourselves major trouble and our credibility, obviously, would be obliterated. I just want to hit that
23: point one more time, because one of the things that Donald Trump always complains about is he's being treated differently here. It seems to me what you're saying, he may be being treated differently here, and that anyone else who just told a judge, you can't control yourself, would have been held in contempt and thrown out right then and there.
4: Mm-hmm. Everyone John, unequivocally, and, and none of us, for the most part, would have the gall to behave the way he does. And it, It's petulant, and it's disrespectful, but he really believes he, he is the ability and the right, more importantly. He believes he's a right to do so, and that's not the case, but it really puts the justice system in a bind because no matter what you do to this man, you will lose, and he will use it as a weapon. He will weaponize it, and that's frightening for, for, for the process going forward. That's
0: right. That's exactly right.
4: Yeah, baby. That's exactly
0: right.
2: He's got the same plan for our country.
0: Yep. And the thing is, is that I mean, this is a civil trial. Now, in in a criminal trial, I don't think he's going to be able to get away with this much. Uh, but he's going to try. He's going to try. But I oh, I want to see Judge Chicken. <laughs> Too bad I, I can't you, have cameras. Let's in the say court. Judge Chicken throws him in jail
2: for a, in jail for a few days for his outburst in court or something. What do you is that going to do to his popularity poll? Uh, It'll go through the roof, baby.
3: Mm-hmm. Even though even though it was a civil trial in in New York, I just wish that particular judge had like shackled and gagged him like Bobby Seale was. Well, they the, said
0: what he what he could do is put him in a in a room with a video feed.
3: Yeah, it's so like that a he call can't, a timeout.
0: Yeah, so that he room, can't influence the jury, but he can still witness the trial.
3: Yeah. But I like the idea of like gagging him like uh <laughs> you know the guy in uh, silence of the You want that visual. Yeah. I well, I know. Put him in the room so no one can see him, but I still want him gagged and shackled. Right. <laughs> I don't want anyone to see it. <laughs> I want him to know that that we mean business now, pal.
0: Well, and then um, uh, this is a, a brief clip, but uh, Merrick Garland was speaking.
15: We, you know, the, the, one of the trials for the former president, uh, Donald Trump, is scheduled for March. Uh, you know, some of the polling recently shows that three quarters of Republicans believe that he's being targeted uh, for political reasons. Uh, does it concern you that uh, that this public perception exists, and and what can you do to try to change that?
18: Okay. Um of course, it concerns me um, what we have to do is show by the acts that we take that we're following the law, that we're following the facts. The um, um, prosecutions that you're talking about were brought last year, um, and the uh, special prosecutor has uh, said from the beginning uh, that he thinks uh, public interest requires a speedy uh, trial, which I agree with. You agree really with uh, I do. And uh, the matter is now in the hands of the uh, trial judges to determine when the uh, trials will take place.
0: There you go. So basically, what he was saying there, and he he did go on to say it, but it wasn't in that clip, unfortunately. Um, this supposedly sixty-day rule that the Justice Department has does not apply in these trials because those only apply to investigations.
19: Mm-hmm,
0: so two yeah. months before the election, they halt any investigations. But if a judge is already, you know, has already
2: put, scheduled put a trial dates, yeah.
0: trial dates and stuff. The sixty-day rule does not affect that at all.
2: Oh, you don't so, get the si-
0: the sixty-day pause, and f- you know from September, October, November, you know mm-hmm. he might be in the middle of a trial, <laughs> especially if they start in August. But this, I don't know about this whole thing with Fannie Willis, but I, I just, I, I still think this is a distraction too, the whole Fannie Willis thing. But we're just going to have to. Of wait Of course,
3: and see. it is you, the the guy that uh, brought this is under indictment by Fannie Willis as part of this fake elector scheme. And guess who that guy is? Mm-hmm. Roman oh, Mike Roman. Right, oh. he's a Coke Industries Oppo Research uh, Bone Breaker, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just doing the work that he knows how to do. Well, this is exactly. So he's going to bring up. Is- he's going to bring up some sort of like. Supposed salacious detail about a guy who was divorced two years ago and had the uh, the uh, divorce sealed. And you know why? Because his wife cheated with his best friend. Mm. Oh, that guy, yeah. Oh. And he did her a favor by sealing that divorce thing. Mike Roman goes and I don't know, dangled some money in front of her. Who knows? And so now they're saying. I I saw this on the on the news last night, like breaking news, that uh, the guy used his credit card to buy some plane tickets to go to a B and B with her, and and he paid with it from his salary. Uh, I, I I don't know. <laughs> it's just stupid. Of course, it's a distraction. Well, this is
0: exactly what they tried to do to the clerk for judging Iran.
3: Exactly.
0: It's the exact same playbook. Over and over and over and so they fall for this it
3: every time. Not, is this not obstruction? Is this not witness tampering? I you know, here's a guy who is under criminal Stop indictment. Criminal indictment and he's pulling these stunts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Tells well, you yep. where we are in the world, aren't it? it yep. you know. And
0: and and it's funny, and not it funny how it happens in every single case? Yep. Yep.
2: So like it was a plan. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So no figure.
0: anyway, so no, we'll
3: and go just on. just just the physical disruption of the guy coming to court. Now, he never had to be in that New York court room. All that he had to have was competent counsel. Well, that's probably a question too. to, you know, well, represented by counsel, regardless. He didn't have to be there. And, you know, so anytime he goes anywhere, it's not only a disruption because of getting him in and out because of a security detail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. is because everywhere he goes, he doxes the people who are working there, and then they get midnight uh, calls or people banging on their windows. And that's not hyperbole. That
0: is actually happening. Mm -hmm. Court clerks who have nothing to do with the case have their windows banged on. That's right. It's absolutely correct. And, you know, and, oh gosh, it's it's just... (laughs) It's just a stunt. And, and you know, I, I mean, I just feel like are we I, I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Canada this week. We were emailing back and forth, you know, because he was he sent me this article about, oh, you know, Trump may pick uh, Tucker Carlson to be vice president as being vice <laughs> presidential candidate. And I was like, oh, my God, we are so sick of this man. Will he never go away? They'll be mm-hmm. talking about him when he's pushing up the daisies. You know, I mean, every day, every day from morning to night, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. That's all you hear on the news.
2: Yep. Everything. It's a tightrope. story.
0: It is a
3: tightrope to walk, though, because ignoring him and ignoring it is a mistake. Right. But then giving him too much of a platform – it, it, you know, this is why it feels like twenty sixteen again.
0: Well, and but I said I wrote back to him and I said we are exhausted of him, and he wrote mm-hmm. back immediately and said the whole world is exhausted of him. Yeah, and that's exactly. the way. That's it. I mean, it's just it's like you, you, the you just want to scream, shut up. <laughs> yeah, See, that's
3: why. That, that's why I say when you like look at supposedly deep red areas like in the middle of Kansas. And they came out and flipped like initiatives and and uh, uh, office holders, and you know of course it had to do something with Roe v. Wade, but you know all of it as a whole. I mean the the fatigue of a Trump, and then the active the activation of you know our our basic rights being taken away, and then and then not only that but but some sort of like lawful. Okay, to just let women die because of, you know, someone's religious belief. I would really, I I would really just like to have a separation of their religion and my state of well-being. If we could have just
0: that, that would be nice. Well, Uh, it's just like I know. I
2: think that was suggested at one time. Separation, yeah. Wasn't that weird? It was an idea. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yes, in our constitution, but it's just like I saw this clip of some. You know, nutbag, say, talking about how, oh, we need to, we need Donald Trump back in the White House because none of our allies, you know, none of our allies trust us anymore. And this and that. And when he was in the White House, all, all of our allies absolutely loved him and loved this country. And I'm like, did, did, no. I'm like, what? Did you see him? <laughs> At the G20? <laughs> Jesus. That man walked around
2: NATO kicking everybody in the shins, is what No Donald one Trump trusted did. him. Nobody. Everybody hated Nobody him. Nobody did. That he gave up. Of Angela Merkel getting in his face. He
3: gave up Israeli intel to Lavrov and Kislyak in the Oval Office, hmm. and then assets started dying right after that. Right, exactly. And I'm not talking just Israeli assets, I'm talking about our assets. Mm-hmm. here in Moscow and elsewhere, okay. and this is quantifiable. Are you saying
2: there's some kind of correlation there,
3: some kind of connection there? I'm just saying that, you yeah. know,
2: yeah, exactly, <laughs>
3: that that this gaslighting that, uh, like, even Donnie Jr. says, well, you know, everybody feared him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess you could uh, say that that's true. Praising Viktor
2: Orban yesterday. <laughs> right. That's
3: not respect. Mm-hmm. That yeah. doesn't mean that they trust him. And no yeah. one wants that back again. And oh my uh, God, yes. and you know they want to turn us into uh, you know an Orban type government where yes. you know they you can go after your enemies and physically kill them. And
2: the
0: well, this is uh, what he's Supreme about? Court
2: gives you is, the enabling
0: act. This is, is what Project not
2: that what he's arguing? This is
0: it's what exactly right what he's now. arguing.
3: This is what Project it's Orban's 2025. ill. I think he
2: calls it illiberal democracy.
0: Mm-hmm. This is exactly what Project Twenty Twenty Five is all about.
2: Yes, yes, replacing our government with loyalists. It's a solution. Exactly what it is.
3: I tell everybody the 2025 project is a solution, and it is also final.
0: Hmm. Yep. Well, we'll close out this yeah. we'll, we'll close out this week's show with uh, a clip of uh, uh, ABC's The View where they were talking about how Nikki Haley told us that this was never a racist country, right? <laughs> yeah.
19: Well, <laughs> yeah, and I, I tend to agree with what you're saying. I've joined the anyone but Trump campaign yeah, yeah. because I do believe he's an existential threat, and uh, you can criticize the other candidates all you want, but and I don't vote in these Republican primaries, but I'm to the point that we're doing no one a favor by ripping apart every option if Trump. Is the true enemy, which I, which I wish he, they would come out and say, because she has no shot at being in his administration. Mm -hmm. She also is not actually should not be pandering to MAGA. They right. don't want her. They will not vote for her. Aside yeah, from the well, color of her skin, her beliefs are old-school right. conservative. She's not a populist MAGA person. Right. And she's So I wish she'd stop doing well, that. When well, you say way. that we
14: shouldn't we rip have... them apart, should we just let her say that America has never no, been a racist country? I'm not, should that... we just let Ronda Sante go after LGBTQ? You, LGBTQ?
19: Gonna, no, inaccuracies misstating the Civil War come for her. Right. But at this table, it's often been talked about, well, Trump's going to win anyway, never mind. And she's this, and she's... She yeah. is a lesser evil to me. She is. So to no matter what she is, I think also giving proper airtime to not deciding before people have voted, it's just going to be trying. Well, you know right what? I think we should give we her know. the
14: same airtime we gave Kamala Harris. If she wants to come here and she wants to explain to she us should. how America has never been racism, oh, be we welcome her. we would be happy to chat with her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She ain't She's
22: not coming. I bet she right. doesn't yeah. come Oh, well, by the way, I'm I'm that that is open. Yes or no? I have to agree, though, that she would not be an existential threat. I don't think, think that she would destroy the democracy that we've enjoyed for although these many years. And he would. People need to remember that.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. She might. <laughs> if the if the well, if a Republican... hey,
2: I'm trying to reconcile this thought that the, the Republicans are saying that uh, uh, we've never been a, Repu- uh, a racist nation with uh, Trump's. Uh, theme nowadays of poisoning the blood of America
0: mm-hmm. well did you I see don't. the, the, the yeah. clip of that one woman in Iowa and they asked her if she would vote for Nikki Haley and she said no and they asked her why and she would not want to say it yeah. <laughs> but she did well yeah. you know uh, yeah. uh, uh, she's, a, she's a Muslim, uh, Muslim. <laughs> uh, yeah. in, in other You're words <laughs> she didn't even know the difference between.
2: <laughs> I, I, I got a chuckle every time I heard Ramaswamy was in the Republican uh, field. Uh, just thinking to myself, yeah, how many Republicans are going to vote for that name, Ramaswamy? Well,
3: they asked the inevitable Maga diner attendee about that exact thing, and the guy said, "Well, I just don't trust him. I don't like his name, you
9: know." It yeah, just, there
2: you go.
3: Because it there sounds Muslim to him, even though it's, you know,
2: I. Yeah. I
3: actually think it's uh, Punjabi, but uh, I could be mistaken, uh, regardless. Yeah. Well, He's a Brahmin, by the way, so you can understand why he has sort of like,
0: you know, a little well, bit these of a are caste who, These consciousness. are people who don't know the difference between Islam and, and Hindu.
3: <laughs> See, this is the issue. And, and you know, that's why uh, out here in California and elsewhere, too, I think even in uh, Michigan, that uh, some Sikhs were killed right after uh, that's uh, right. 9-11. Right. Right mistaken for you know Os- osama bin laden people i it's just the crazy stuff
2: you know yeah so <clears throat> yeah my god's uh, better than your god shit That's
3: the the other that thing does. that just you know you can tell that old nikki haley and i and i really believe a lot of people see through this not only within the you know MAGA world and maybe the the softer republican world but certainly you know among us as Democratic voters is just the pandering political acts that she will stoop to because it wasn't very long ago where she talked about growing up in racism and how they had to maneuver around it and her dad, you know, only being able to get a job at a historically black university, you know, because they would give him a job because, they didn't care about his race right. for
0: instance yeah
3: so well, you right. know her her origin story just just does not jive it doesn't with match the narrative up, huh? it doesn't and that oh. and if there's anything that Americans hate it's when you know they'll they'll elevate people to her hero status but once they start showing a little bit of like well you can't trust that guy we were very quick to bring him down to earth
0: mm-hmm. and beyond Yep. Yeah. Well
2: we gotta We're in for a ride, ladies and gentlemen. Right. We're in for a ride. Yep. yep,
0: and we gotta we gotta watch the coverage Tuesday night of uh of the New Hampshire primary, the big all-night special because thirty minutes after the uh, the polls close, we'll be getting the results that Donald Trump is is won New Hampshire, and we'll say, "I'm uh, shocked,
12: shocked to find that gambling is going on in here." You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. And
0: you're winning, sir. Thank you very much. Uh,
2: I'm <laughs> shocked. I'm shocked. Now let's pack up this service, this circus, and move it to South Carolina. <laughs> all let's right.
0: go. Yeah. So, all right. Well, J- John, tell me where they can check you out.
2: Uh, you can find me on Facebook, on YouTube under a blue dot in Texas or John Bredebo pick, pick one and, and you'll find me. I'm on, uh, Instagram on threads on Mastodon. Uh, y- you can find me somewhere, but the most important thing I can tell you, baby is get ready for this ride. Our whole world depends on you getting out and, and, and doing your part due to for blue. But the most important thing is get your ass ready to vote, baby because we need you.
0: Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Oh gosh. I'm, I'm just, I I am just I I sometimes I watch an MSNBC and I get that sick feeling in my
2: stomach, you know. I'm telling you, know, I put it in my language. Nobody stays in the fucking bunker. Right. Everybody gets on the line, baby.
0: That's right. that's the way we win. All right. Thank you, John. Justice you can
3: find me on Netroots Radio five mornings a week. You can also find me on social media everywhere. <laughs> it's Justice Putnam. And also over on Daily Coz as the poetry editor on Black Coz.
0: All right. Thank you, Justice. And you can find me just about on everything except the Twitty. <laughs> Tim Cormor on what? Facebook Never threads, Instagram, Spoutable, and Mastodon, Tim Cormor at Mastodon.social. And uh, with that, we'll close out with our good buddy Lauren's latest song, Voodoo, well actually this is a repeat of one of her older songs uh, because she's really busy this weekend with the musical production, so she released Voodoo Economics which is pretty much what the Republicans are doing (laughs) trying to do, so with that, take it away Lauren and we will see you all soon
9: Once upon a time, the GOP preached fiscal responsibility. Any deficit's a travesty. They made such a flap. Now these bozos show so little class. Their tax plan'll screw the middle class. All their shtick about trickle down is the same old, same old crap. Their plan is nothing new. It's voodoo economics. Voodoo economics. Just to justify big tax cuts for the rich. Full of voodoo, economics Voodoo economics It's all bunk and we've seen this junk before ooh, 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 ooh. Their argument could not be stealthier Claiming when the rich get wealthier The economy gets healthier Hasn't happened yet Back when Reagan tried this sloppy shock Poppy Bush said it was poppycock Just a way to refuse to pay for the social safety net Again, they're trying to use voodoo economics Voodoo economics Just to justify big tax cuts for big companies Though it's great material for late-night comics It's all false and we've seen the schmaltz before Just look at Kansas versus California Where one cut taxes and one raised them on the rich Now it's been verified the way we tried to warn ya California rakes in the bucks well, the Kansas economy sucks And still these hucksters and schmucks Are stuck on bogus hocus pocus Like supply side Voodoo economics Or whatever they want to call it this time We ain't buying All the math and facts are smack on my side Like each legit economist has said Yet they're set on what's not true Like voodoo economics Justify big tax cuts for the 1% For the few that's due to economics Voodoo economics This giveaway can't be defended The poor are more likely to spend it Despite how they're trying to bend it You who, it's voodoo economics So don't let them blow up the deficit While 99% of us take a hit Hypocrites are full of shifty hoodoo, voodoo economics.